What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to The A Show with the Kings, a pro wrestling podcast. I am Justin, here with Meals. What's up, Meals? Hey, man. Episode 292, man. That's, uh, it's... We're almost at 300. I, I keep noticing. I, I don't, I'm at a point now where I don't recognize or notice. We should outlaw. We should really just stop counting episode numbers. Yeah. It's because you know why? Because the shit is forever. <laughs> yeah, a show forever, bro. A show forever. Uh, hey man, we got a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> hey man, we sure we sure the fuck do. We sure the fuck do. How convenient! And how convenient! <laughs> how fucking how convenient is fucking that? Um. Mm. I want to get right to it because there's a lot to talk about with a certain company and certain things that happen literally as soon as our show went off the, you know, we hit record or stopped recording on our show last week. <laughs> I'm laughing already. Um, but all right, before we do that, I definitely want to give a shout out to a couple of people. First of all, I want to give, cause it's been a while since we give Patreon shout out. So I want to give a shout out to Mike, Mike Perez and Matt, who also joined the patron um actually quite some time back but they are full patrons and to be honest with you you know matt now he's in the discord shout out to straw hat matt you know killing it over here um feel free to for everyone else join our community patron come on 20 bucks discord and the discord is forever you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's the real part that's also forever <laughs> a show forever shout out to matt for getting in because this is like this is two weeks past that this happened he got in there and just got right in there and just started and, and just started talking to everybody you know what Absolutely. i'm saying and, and i was like who wait a minute i was like who are you bro you know we, we gotta kinda, we we gotta screen everybody before we get in there <laughs> we had a couple of we had, you know what i mean we had a couple of a couple of you know what i'm saying but matt's a good guy great guy thanks for thanks for joining the patreon thanks for being just such an active member of the discord like I, I really like everything he says and you know he, he really brings a lot of a lot of hype not to say that nobody else brings hype but it's, it's cool that new members join they immediately get in they're not scared of anything and, and yeah, I, I don't like get that. to work you know you got to go through your, the 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 cornell check <laughs> he's, he's gonna press I, checked him. I checked him this time cornell didn't even check him this time that was the funny part <laughs> I yeah, who are you? You play 2K? <laughs> and that's pretty much the extent of it. If you can make it past that, you're pretty good. Also, want to give a shout out to also our Discord fam. Shout out to, first of all, previous guest on the on the podcast, Bri Bosa. Man is a full-on college graduate. So shout out to that. I didn't know I still knew people who would uh graduate from college, but guess what? My friend my friend circle is becoming larger with the Discord. Um so yeah, I still even even at my old age still know people who are graduating from college. Shout out to you. And he looks like he's like Did you see him walk across stage? Yeah, I saw that. Listen, as only as Brybosa could. So shout out to you Brybosa and then also another congratulations to Jalen. Yes, Jalen. Yep, Jalen Steverson, man. Listen, and it, man. And his fiance now, Daniela. Shout out to you as well. Um, when's the, Let me, have you, did you tell the story about when you got engaged ever on the podcast? Shout out to your engagement, by the way, Jalen. No, I didn't. I didn't. I did. I, I, I'll, I'll talk about it after this. I, I just I just have a lot of nice things to say about Jalen. I know I give him a lot of shit. 
but like everybody knows how I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think of I think of everybody here as like my brother, as my little brother, big brother, whatever, right? And I met Jalen a year ago, right? This is this is really like kind of like emotional for me when I saw it. And I felt old too. But I met him a year ago in Dallas. And he he's just such a cool kid on the timeline and just, you know, everywhere. And, you know, like I, I was like, he 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 should be a part of what we're doing. You know what I mean? And and I always felt that he had, you know, he's smart. Um, he's funny, you know what I mean? He, he has a, he has good head on his shoulders and he, and he's really going places. And I know this is, this has nothing to do with anything on the show, but I just had to shout out my, my boy here, Jalen, cause you know, he's one of the few patrons I met in real life. You know what I mean? Or from one of the few, our few members really <clears throat> that I met in, in real life and, you know, just to see him grow and, you know, do all these really nice things and cool things. I, I'm, I'm really proud of you, bro. You know what I mean? So congratulations on your engagement. You guys look beautiful. You're so damn cute. You know what I mean? And laugh the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm good shit. Maybe I gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and you know, obviously, you know, if you ever have any questions, if you ever need any information, you know what I'm saying? You you can always hit me up. You can always text venues. Me. Uh yeah. if you or need just, if you need Wale to show up and perform the matrimony or something. <laughs> Just in general, man. He, he just he did. He had a really cute. Uh, they had like a really cute like video with how he did it, and that boy hands were shaking, boy. That's why I'm not. Hey, I wouldn't want that on video. My hands would. Hey. I would have dropped. That. <laughs> hey, come on, Discord bachelor party. We're gonna take. We're gonna take Jalen on a ride. <laughs> oh, that would be comedy. Oh my god! But yeah, listen, amazing. Shout out to you, Jalen. Shout out to everybody. I mean, everyone who's doing great things. Shout out to you too, man. You just had your anniversary as well. Um, you know, uh, shout out I to didn't you. Know to I didn't know what to do my, for my anniversary. I'm not gonna cap. <laughs> what do I mean? What does anyone do? You've been together longer than you've been married. So, like, is it now? Do you now count the the day you guys started? Remember when you started dating? Like that today is like, oh, that's our anniversary, and now you're okay. married. So like, does it's, that supersede it? Like, it's the marriage one. It's the definitely marriage because we have a date. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't. I honestly don't remember the date that I started talking to my wife. So, um, we're gonna use the we're gonna use the the married day. And I mean, I've I've been with my wife. Can you believe this, Mills? And this is gonna this is gonna knock you out, right? I've been my wife almost five years. Wow. Like I've, I've been together, known each other for five years. Wow. Not as quite as long as the A show, though. Mm. No, not you quite know? as long. Still <laughs> still running strong over here. Uh, just the two of us. Still my longest relationship. <laughs> but, <laughs> but shout out to shout out to, to our patrons, man, who are who are doing the damn thing. Uh, you know, Brian, you already know I love you, man. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just keep, keep going up, man. I, I, I really wish it that that I could have been there. I, I would have been screaming. Um, but before we get into business, <clears throat> a new episode of the Writers Room this week, and uh, War Report predicts uh, the NXT Battleground to double or nothing. So you got like a a, a double sized two main events <laughs> on the War Bro. Report this week. <laughs> Bro, Cyrus is gonna. <laughs> I don't know. Might be an easy episode for Cyrus. Who knows? <laughs> but. Um, yeah, you know what? It's you know a lot of great wrestling events this weekend. It's a big weekend. I'm happy for all this other stuff. Um, I have heard. I've not listened to it yet because it hasn't come out yet. But Rewriters Room is going to be surrounded around Night of Champions. So make sure you guys tune into that, especially before the Night of Champions pay per view this Saturday, which we will be predicting 
at some point during this episode. Um, yep. And then also, if you haven't seen it already, Monday, we came out with Retro Diaries, me and Quan going over 1999, more specifically September 9th, 1999, which is the same day as an episode of SmackDown featuring a tag team Buried Alive match, which I don't think they've done a Buried Alive match on national television since. Um, and also the 1999 VMAs, which is an iconic piece of pop culture history. If you grew up in the era that we grew up in, you know, um, it's just amazing. I'm Chris Rock. Was, <laughs> if you want a funny Chris Rock, this is it. You can't replay it, bro. You cannot replay that, bro, at all. No. <laughs> he said, you know what? Let me not. Because <laughs> still the funniest part is the Lil' Kim thing. But <laughs> but I, I, I refuse to say that on the actual public. But you guys can get it on Patreon because it's exclusive on Patreon. It's only $5. Um, and then, boom, next week. So we're doing a lot of you know housekeeping because we're about to talk about some serious shit going on. Um, mm-hmm. Next week, we're bringing back hot takes. So it's going to be a hot take episode next week. In addition to talking about kind of like everything that's been going on, we're gonna talk. We're gonna bring up the hot takes. Remember, you can only submit a hot take if you're a patron. We're gonna open it to all patrons this time. So even the three dollars here. So if you want to subscribe at any level, you can subscribe, become a patron. Even if you, you know, even if if you just want to submit a hot take, you also got hours and hours of content just waiting for you back there. If you want to put into five, you know what I'm saying. So if you mm-hmm. want to submit a hot take, um, and want it to be heard or something along those lines. Definitely join the patron between this time now and I guess next week. Because um, yeah, we'll be we'll be back next week with a with a very hot episode for the unofficial start of summer. Yeah, and a special guest for next week's episode too. So uh, stay keep it locked, keep it locked. Uh, and yeah, that that is that's all the the housekeeping stuff we have. Um, let's get to Noah's Bart mm. and. A little under a year ago, Meals, it's, it'll actually be a year in about two and a half months. Yeah, uh, September. No, yeah, September. September. Okay. That we had a one of our, I think, biggest episodes, one of our most well-received episodes ever. You know what I mean? And this isn't going to be kind of like a re- retread of that. You know what I mean? Because we got to save that for what I think will happen when it happens, right? And it had to sure. do with CM Punk and AEW the timeline okay and we're gonna go through the timeline here on no holds bar because i know everyone wants to hear our opinions on it i've kind of stayed kind of subdued in terms of just like actually expanding on some things that i have to say because i feel like i, I say all my takes on the, on the discord and the people don't want to listen because i've already said all of them so i've, I've kept mm. it kind of oh and i know you haven't said anything so um last week last wednesday it was officially announced at the WB uh, Discovery upfronts that TNT is launching another AEW show on Saturdays called AEW Collision. We, at this point, wrestling fans, <laughs> considering all the... You'd have thought the press release came out two months ago. <laughs> because <laughs> the amount that we knew already, we knew where it was going to go. We knew what it was going to be called. We knew The only thing we didn't know is that it was going to be a ripoff of the Nitro <laughs> logo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and they seemed, I don't, I, I mean, could you say confident? I don't know if it is like necessarily confident, but I could say that like this is something where we've heard Meltzer and many people say that this there was a cash infusion of uh, money that was given to 
uh, AEW for um for for this show. So it wasn't a new deal. There was no new deal announced. Let's just be yeah. clear. There was no new deal announced. There is no new deal coming up. And this makes sense, Mills, right? Because they um their deal is actually up after I believe WWE's WWE is now saying today that they're exclusive like Nick Khan was on a on a show that said today their exclusivity windows up and they are there are fo- focusing on offers and negotiations with other companies. So that makes sense. You can expect AEW to be doing that at the end of summer. Or, I mean, uh, I'm sure I'm sure AEW is going to look at what WWE got and then be like, all right, how can we like manage? How can we scale it for us? You know what I'm saying? And you to be honest, you, you, I mean, they're going to try. <laughs> I, I think you try. Um, but it's very, very interesting. I mean, it's. Uh, well, nonetheless, we, yeah. yeah. It, me, it was announced <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, let me go. Uh, let me let me let me keep going here. So there was a rumor that AEW last week. <clears throat> I didn't bring it up because it was so ridiculous, and I'm tired of pe- stop saying it at this point. I think this. I think we're we're far enough ahead that, that this isn't the, the case. That they were going. The WB was going to give AEW a billion dollars for their all of their shows, <clears throat> and that's Dynamite, Collision, Rampage, and the All Access show, and, and throw got, the masses on Max. <laughs> And throw them on Max, which just launched today. And I just I just I just converted the Max today. Well, I was on HBO Max already, but it's not bad. It's fine. But I'm gonna, um I'm gonna download it right now. Go ahead. So the only thing that came out of the upfronts was that AEW all access is gonna be on there, and that's it. <laughs> hey man, catch reruns of AEW all access on Max. So if that is your vote of confidence, to me. That is not a very big vote of confidence. I'm sorry no, to tell man. you. It, it is not as big of a, of, a, of a vote of confidence as people have been trying to make this relationship out to be. This seems to be a partnership, not a relationship. Mm. Right? Well, yeah, so, I would say so. So continuing on at the upfronts, CM Punk was not featured on the promotional uh, material for any of AEW Collision. And WBD executive said that CM Punk is not affiliated with AW uh, Collision, despite everyone saying this much. And more than this, because this is going to be a big part here, Mills, despite reporters, dirt sheets, whatever you want to call them, all saying that he was. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> All right, let me, let, let's pause for a second. Yeah. What is it, what are your initial thoughts when the whole poster comes out and you see Miro, you see Thunder Rosa, you see Andrade, you see all these unlockable characters that have been featured on fucking AEW <laughs> television in months. If this what listen, see if Guile, was- Strider, <laughs> Akuma, all these other niggas. Well, Akuma's a star. Akuma got a star. Your, your name is Stars. We're talking like Dan. We're talking like DJ, Adon. We're talking, yeah, like like niggas like that, right? Like, okay. We're talking. If you're going to Mortal Kombat, that's in the news right now. We're talking like Movado and fucking a bunch of like niggas nobody cares about, right? I'm looking at this and saying, if this was your your gotcha, if this was your like. They, they, they love them. They loving us. They loving AEW. If that's your if that's your dunk, this is not a dunk. This is crazy. Orange Cassidy and MJF on that cover. That looks like some Wrestling Society X shit. 
That looks like you could have just put X-Pac in the bottom right of the cover right there, and that would have been it. This doesn't look right, and it didn't look right when it came out. And, and it, uh, I mean, initially, Mills, I didn't question it. I just thought, well, I, I was like, well, maybe they have, it's because they haven't announced him, or maybe he's going to come out on the on the, on the the upfronts, but he doesn't. They well, actually, that's what they... That's that's what everyone was saying, right? So they were like, so which which to me was fucking stupid, by the way, because everyone is saying like they got to hold a surprise for the actual show tonight, and I'm like, what? Not an upfront, <laughs> not an, but, but then, that, that's when I caught myself. I said, not an upfront because the upfront is where you show off all of your big shiny toys that will Absolutely. be selling things. That's where they showed off what Max was going to look like. That's where they showed off all this all the shows they had plans for, uh, they had plans for on the new app and on their all other stuff. I mean, I would say they didn't have a, a conversation about the NBA. You know, they're, they're remaining pretty tight-lipped about the NBA stuff, uh, it, whether that will still be on TNT. Amazon is eyeing NBA right now. And, and again, like, we're saying this because this is a big deal. This has a lot to do with what AEW will be getting and how they'll be renewing because NBA is looking for meals a, a pretty penny <laughs> with the ratings they've been doing this year. So, it, it it's... I. It's just a bad look, <laughs> and 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 all in all intents and purposes, for them to have put that out there, and then we go on to remember the the week before meals. Tony says, "Stay tuned to to TNT. Uh, we're gonna ha- they're gonna have news on the announcement. He made an announcement of an announcement of an announcement, right? He did it again, but go on. Wednesday comes and goes. Wednesday comes and goes. There is a playoff game, I believe, on that night. There is no announcement of anything." And, and and they they announced they announced collision on the show and no, and nothing. So Tony Khan tweets, of course, there's going to be more news revealed. People thought next it was going to be, yeah, next week. And he says it's an announcement of the first location of uh, of AEW collision. So they put tickets on sale. Tell me, listen, y'all know companies that operate like this. Y'all would be shitting on all day and tomorrow. They have put it, tickets on sale for every episode but the first one of Collision. <laughs> Expecting people to buy tickets to a show of which they have no clue who will be on it? <laughs> Bigger. <laughs> and, and before we what about it, before we what about it with, with like a WWE and WrestleMania and stuff like that, that is an established thing. Collision is some new shit that don't it's nobody new. know nothing on a Saturday, by the way. On a Saturday. Which, to be honest with you, for a wrestling event, Saturday, most people are off on Saturday. It's probably like a good buy if you want to. But realistically, again, no one knows it's going to be on this show. The AEW fan base who are tapped into all the Meltzers and Alvarez's and everybody who talks about stuff are expecting CM Punk. I truly believe... Besides the fact that they're running like 16 shows in Canada in the month of like June, <laughs> um, that they are fully expecting, okay, if CM Punk is coming, then we'll go. But if he's not coming, I'm not going to sit there on Saturday <laughs> waiting to see who the hell is there. If he is coming, right, um, Mills? Well, look at the roster he has to work with. They're on that, they're on the, they're on that poster. I'll make fun Orange of Miro, man. Miro just Orange went back to work. Come on, come on, come on. Any work with Miro before in WWE? Barely. They worked one time, and he told them, kick or do some shit, nigga. 
kick the, if you're gonna be in the rumble, kick me or something. And then I'm sure. Uh, but I mean, you know, Miro knows how to do business. Listen. So we are we are you know barreling towards the the announcement of the announcement. The actual ticket sales. Have you seen these ticket sales? I have seen these ticket sales. They are not reflective of all the rest of the ticket sales. <laughs> yes, yeah, they and they're all in Canada, so they're running the shit out of Canada. All you, all like, mind you, all of the news a week ago or two weeks ago was Wembley, 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 <clears throat> Wembley, Wembley. But here's the thing: they like they're running it all out of Canada, right? But. You also have, they're also running, I believe Dynamite is all running throughout Canada. Like, so you've put tickets on sale for that because I'm pretty sure, I feel like um, that's the Owen Hart tournament thing that they got going on and Forbidden Door that's going to be in Canada and all this other stuff that's going to be in Canada. So I feel like they're basically, let me check like these actual dates. I feel like they're exhausting their thing in Canada by just an uh-huh. also... Throwing these shows out here, but let me look at the AEW. Let me see what fucking Calvin's doing over there. Um, hold on, but keep going, keep going. So, uh, it's it. There's more. There, there's more as 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 more information starts to come out. Uh, and, and again, can we can we just go ahead and say that the the upfront the the we're wishing for the upfront, crossing fingers for the upfront, complete failure. Complete failure. The upfront. AEW thing, I don't I don't think anyone's calling it this, but it was a failure. If this was the slam dunk that people were waiting for, it, it was not a slam dunk. It was like a so, missed layup. So they're running in Canada, they're running um one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight shows in Canada in the month of between June, June and July. So God bless. I would just start selling them together. Just package. They might as well. They might as well just live in Canada. They are. They already doing four for uh four tickets for forty dollars. They doing. They doing the four for four. They yeah. Doing all Wendy's thing. <laughs> ah man, listen. Before I kick it to you, Mills, we have we have called the burnout. We called the burnout of this type of wrestling, this type of show for right. since twenty nineteen. And as much as people want to to you know say whatever they want to say. I think it is clear and established that there is like a Coke, there's there's a or a Pepsi or whatever you drink, and then there's like a fucking RC Cola. And I think people have kind of chosen what they do. And R- hey, let, let's be clear, RC Cola is sold in a lot of places. It's sold in a lot of places. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't don't disrespect that. Don't disrespect Sierra Mist. It's sold in a lot of places. Okay. Sierra Mist is pretty good. I ain't gonna there's only one sprite. I love a good Sierra Mist. There's Sierra only one sprite good. though. It's good sometimes, but there's only one Sprite. And I think that's what we're seeing here is that the, that because Sprite is so good, that there are some places where, 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 see, where Sprite don't go to. You know what it's is so crazy? Like, this is what I heard. This is what I heard. Um, fuck. It was a story about soda. Damn. All right. Never mind. We'll get back to it later. We'll talk about sodas later. Okay, uh, so as we continue on here, Fightful reports that there was a discussion about bringing <laughs> bringing a steel back with CM Punk directly at Collision or any other event, uh, but that was shut down 
presumably by the Bucks or someone within power there, which may have been the cause of the issue. So CM apparently, Punk, apparently it was brought up during whatever Jericho meeting that they have. Yes, and yes. And Jericho is like, "What about if we bring it? <laughs> it was on board with a steel?" <laughs> and it just now it looked like he's just playing both sides, and that seemed like an asshole, <laughs> which is a very Jericho Jericho's thing. Smart. Jericho's smart because he knows what he knew what what, what was going to torpedo the deal, and he called Brian Danielson and, and Mox and said, "I did it, niggas. <laughs> Watch this," and he knew <laughs> that we're gonna we're gonna veto that. So when that happened, there was a there was they were at an impasse. Literally the day of the, the announcement, in which case CM Punk's face was taken off of the all the collision stuff, and 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 he was told that he wasn't back. The, the mere fact, just the, this is the wildest thing of a, not to say and. I feel like this is why Vince McMahon and Nick Khan now run their company the way that they run their company in a sense that no one is bigger than the product. No one, no one man is ever going to be. I truly feel like so much was hedged on the fact that the Saturday show, first of all, so much hedged on the fact that we need CM Punk back. How can we successfully bring CM Punk back? Well, you know what? We want to have another show. Another show where CM Punk can be on it and he doesn't have to be on the show with the people who won't work for him or hate him. A completely separate show. That way we can still have our CM Punk and eat it too. Yeah. And then, so now they get to this this thing and CM Punk, I, I'm wondering from this standpoint now, do you, do you kind of like, I, I believe initially when we were kind of talking about it, we we're like, we kind of see where he comes from in this instance. Do you feel any kind of way about how CM Punk is necessarily handling this in regards to the ACL thing? Um, I think it's in terms of how he's handling the ACL thing. <clears throat> I think he has Tony's balls in his hand, right? And, he, yeah. and anytime he wants to to do anything, he'll just put a light squeeze on them. Because it's clear now to me that Tony has way less balls than than Vince McMahon, way less balls than Triple H, way less balls than Dixie Carter, even at this point. I think there is no backbone there, and it's clear that CM Punk will he will do anything to 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 make sure that he gets his way. Which involved he's not wrong. No, I, mean, I don't think he's wrong. He's not wrong <laughs> for this. Because I think that he's he's amassed a fan base where that is actually not a crazy thing. <laughs> but but I also think but I also think he's doing this to like in a sense protect himself, right? Yeah. Like there's a level of the trust with the company that CM Punk has that's lost. And the only way that he can feel comfortable in this kind of situation is if A Steel is on board. 50 Cent is not traveling, you know, he's not gonna get a hype man that's not Tony Yayo. That's just not oh. it's just not gonna happen. Absolutely. You know, Buster Rhymes is going to carry Spliff Star everywhere that he goes. This is the only man who can help make this show work for him. Yeah. And, Ace and Steel I think is Spliff that, Star, for sure. And I, and I think that, you know, it, when it comes down to it, he's seen what other people have done. I, I always go back to that podcast when he talks about Brock with the Jimmy John's advertisement. And I was like, I was like that's such a weird thing for you to bring up. <laughs> like... Who cares about the Jimmy Johnson? Right. But he always advocated 
you know, your mileage may vary. You may be Adam Page here. You may be, you know, anyone else here. It may have just been for himself, right? You could argue that he just wanted that type of love for himself. And I think he's finally starting to get it. And I would do that too. If you could, if you could have any control of anything, you know, at your workplace, then you would do it. And they're paying you top dollar. So Brian Alvarez, of course, <laughs> gets out there. Him and Meltzer, they get out there and they do their kind of anti-punk thing, which causes another firestorm over the weekend of he said, which, she said. Which, I wish I've I'm, I watch Alvarez quite frequently, actually. Um, it's just something to do at 3 p.m. Joe Rogan? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something to do at 3 p.m. during the day. And he vehemently denies that he has said anything wrong about CM Punk. But to be honest with you, the way he navigate, the way people are navigating the story about this, and we've said this for a long time, negates everything that was done to CM Punk before the actual fight happened. Mm-hmm. They kind of like start their story of like, and CM Punk punched these motherfuckers in the face and had a bad thing at a press scrum. Ignoring the fact that these guys were, he felt like he was being attacked and antagonized, especially not only just through, not only at work, but through wrestling media in general. And that's why his disdain for this comes. So yep. then, yes, on that Wednesday, that Wednesday where he's not on Dynamite, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, here, here's my thing, right? Realistically, we have about uh, less than a month. Until until collision airs. When do they announce him? They have a pay per view this week. They can't. They it would be the dumbest thing ever if they announced him there. Are they going to announce him at the pay per view? Because that pay per view really has nothing going for it right now. I would think similar to kind of like what they did with the MJF thing or something along those lines. Like I would believe if there's an opportunity not only to do this at a pay per view, but maybe even kind of like rehabilitate their image with like him talking about everything that he's been through over the last number of months at a scrum. I'm not sure if that's the best thing to do, Um, but there will be a scrum at (laughs) double or nothing. Um, But to kind of like talk about everything, but also like imagine how much heat he's getting for holding up all this stuff. Right. Exactly. The show is going on. The show is going on nonetheless. Don't get me wrong. The show is going on nonetheless. Collision will happen whether CM Punk is there or not. But imagine how much, and these wrestlers at AEW are just as smart as the fans are. They're just as big as marks as you are. Don't let them deny you or something along those lines. They read everything that we read, and they're told everything that we are told. They just choose whether to react to it or not. And most of the people who work with the WWE just choose not to react to it. But all the other people who haven't been with the WWE, they're for sure tapping in to see where this continues to go. And they've got to be mad at this point because... One, they have to work on Saturdays. And two, the main draw for the show is now playing with them. And also, it's it's ruining... I mean, I don't know how much you can ruin the reputation of this damn show. But mm-hmm. um, it's ruining the reputation of things long-term. And uh, it continues to happen. And, the, and, and, and you would think, in any kind of right mind, I can't think of any promoter. I can't think of the Eric Bischoffs. I can't think of the Jim Cornettes. I can't think of anybody who would be like, why are you still... The only question is, why are you still working with this man? Mm-hmm. Who has <laughs> tanked the reputation of your company not only once, but twice at this point, twice. if he does not show up. 
twice. Like, here's my thing. Is it worth it? Like, <clears throat> is the juice worth the squeeze? Look at their ratings. Their ratings aren't even getting the, is he going to show up? Hype anymore. Remember in 2021, they were just getting random 900Ks off the, off the chance. The possibility that he would show up. They're not even getting that. Is he as big of a deal right now? And this is off this is both sides. Or do you think it's as big of a deal? I, I know the rumor is, right? And I, I really feel like that rumor is kind of fed that he wants to help the company out in any way that he can. And in some ways, I believe that. But I also feel like in some ways, he wants to, to really stick it to the elite. Do you really I think, No, I really do think that. But I do think that um, I don't think you can replicate the magic of the first time. But I think if AEW was smart, they can kind of create their own experience around it the second time. However, they have proven to be inept in terms of like creative actual ideas, in my opinion. And again, this isn't us like, I don't want to take this bad. as completely it shitty. Bad. It is me bashing on it. I know you're about to say it is me bad. No, this- no but it's like, no. to me, this is like a track record of things that you've been shown, right? Like we're saying this and we're laughing and we're doing this because we've said this since last, since before Punk showed up. Since 2019, since Punk showed up, I'm ba- I am 100% bashing this because people keep seeing the red flags and they keep they keep seeing ignoring the red flags, them. keep ignoring and driving past them. I'm sorry. Say what you want to say about it. This company is a startup. It is moving like a startup. There are the startups have several starts and stops. They have several people in power that that leave, go away, then then at the in the end, the people who started who are friends end up not being friends anymore. And it always starts with somebody leaving first. It always starts with a with a key member going to a Google, going to an Uber, going to somewhere and, and doing that shit elsewhere. Whoa. I've, seen <laughs> I've seen this. Yes, I am bashing them because they're making stupid fucking decisions. You have the opportunity, even if I don't like what they're pro- what they're promoting, they have an audience that loves this shit, Meals. They are not serving them. And they're not serving new people either. They're only serving like the same 800,000 people. And then maybe 200,000 people will show up to see CM Punk say something. And then they're going to go right back else to watching the fucking watching NBA or something. There was a point in time where Impact Wrestling received over a million viewers. This was a momentum building thing. They managed to bring people in. They managed to bring the Hogans and the Bischoffs and all the other shit like that. And they actually did what was unthinkable at the time. And they cracked 1 million people who watched the show. Mm-hmm. And was then, there. well, yes. Um, <laughs> Guess who was there? Terry Balea. And then when everyone squeezed as much as they could out of it and decided <laughs> that it was no longer worth it to be back there. One, they went back to WWE because that's where the money is. <laughs> and two, they decided to leave the show, leave it in the hands of all the other, I mean, everyone who realistically at the time could have been helped build up during that period, could have been made in the stars, could have been doing all this other stuff. And they left it in the hands of them. And to be honest with you, people fell out of interest with the show. I know people, I know the hype things to say like, yeah, Impact got a great thing. And I was like, but realistically, you don't watch Impact. Like, I'm not, don't, don't lie to yourself. No one watches Impact. Um, They've got great talent, but it's not a show that people want to watch. And I, 
it's definitely like again we've seen this so many times even with wcw and all this other stuff it's trending in that direction and again we try to these are major red flags that we try to like bring up every time mm-hmm. and it's definitely counted as bashing in a sense but yes you said you are bashing it i'm, I'm not no, bashing it i'm bashing because it's time to bash them meals it's time to bash them that we're not even done with all the bullshit we're no, not even not. done we have a full list y'all Oh shit! This happened over the over the over one week. With this company, we, it's it's literally our whole news segment today. I said we I feel like we can't even talk about nothing else because <laughs> it's it's all of this. We can't. The only time we talk about them is when it's drama. How could we not bash? I'm bashing. <laughs> Let's get the CM Punk in his in his living room typing on Instagram. <laughs> so CM Punk gets out there. You sent me tweets, meals of people that had me blocked. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll read them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I'll I read them earlier, but yeah. Um, that is fuck fucking me. Um, <laughs> because there's a, I was, I looked into Discord earlier and found the tweets there, and then that person had me blocked. So I had to find tweets in a third party. Um, CM Punk. This is on. This is on Wednesday, May 17th, immediately after the upfronts, but also before Dynamite says, look, everyone, Ryan Alvarez doesn't like when I, when it, when misinformed internet trolls make up rumors about him. So please stop making up rumors for stories and clicks while Brian makes up rumors for stories and clicks. Okay. He's married for God's sake. By God, that man has a family. Brian Alvarez, shut the fuck up and stop talking about me. Challenge day one. Um, He says, he talks about Bix and all this other stuff like that um wow okay these are getting personal um (laughs) i don't know if i want to read that um friendly reminder i haven't been on tv in nine months and y'all can't still can't y'all still just can't stop talking about me maybe stop you'll feel better love hate it's the same i don't enjoy being the sole person that props up the entire misinformed clickbait industry based on toxic gossip from lying sources but what can you do when the king comes? When you're the king, it comes with the crown. And then, hold on. There's an actual... There's a video here somewhere. Good lord. I gotta open it now. Give me a second. Uh-huh. So there's a video. I'm gonna play it. Where he's speaking. Before I go really quick. Um, the parasocial relationship, a lot of fringe wrestling fans have with certain people is really unhealthy um i get the tribalism like it's fun to root for your team but picking sides seems a little silly you don't know me you don't know anybody else um so you know just go touch grass Uh, i didn't like that i'm like there's better things you probably could have done better things (laughs) you could better things he could have done and said and also actually put himself in the fire and said you know what i've helped i've helped stoke these flames for years because he has i mean yes yes absolutely like he is he has helped stoke these flames for quite some time uh i didn't like that video but i feel like it was again to be shady towards uh those wrestling journalists so go off king but uh (laughs) that video let me know that video let me know he wasn't a dynamite like it, no, it, he clearly it, wasn't. Yeah, he, <laughs> not even close. Like um, it, it was clear. So that was now, like six p.m. <laughs> so now we're in a situation where Collision has not 
officially said that they're going to be at the United Center. And again, the careers of Meltzer and countless other dirt sheet writers are hinging on this now, Meals, of, of being right about this. Because they can't be wrong about this because people will further continue the, 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 the conversation and the correct conversation that they are in the pocket. There are so many journalists that after this is said and done, the smoke clears, whether Tony's taken out of power and AEW's moved to true TV or whatever, that will have lost. So listen, it's it, listen at this point, it's a foregone conclusion. It's a foregone conclusion. I don't give a fuck about Wembley is Wembley is a bandaid on a gaping wound at this point. I'm being so real. I'm being so real. I'm being real right now. This is that, but that's a it's it's a it's it, the bleeding is not going to stop. Yeah, the sixty thousand in Wembley is not going to make this entire situation stop. Now, is there is there a chance they can come with a resolution? And I mean, to be honest with you, based on when you listen to this episode, you would have hoped they would come to a resolution at least tonight. But um, they we'll see kind of where it goes. I mean, it it hasn't been reported that there was one for sure. So, again, starting off this new show. They don't have a venue, or at least a confirmed venue as of yet, for the first show of this brand new show that comes out in less than a month. So, the rumor is, AEW Collision, if CM Punk does not come to some sort of agreement with AEW, that they will be airing live from Daly's Place. <laughs> the, show is, it's done, the show is over. <laughs> the show is over. I'm not trying. I am not joking. The show I'm sure is niggas over. will show up to Daily's place. I'm sure niggas will show up. The show is over. They have. They'll give out. They'll give out comp tickets, like they did during the pandemic. They don't have to. Mm. That, that's their. That's their place. They don't have to pay for that. They don't need. They don't need revenue from that. And to be clear, they're also going. I mean, they're going to Chicago like a couple days later. So it's not like they. Them avoiding this is basically them avoiding the embarrassment of like throughout this entire month and a half, while it hasn't been officially promoted, it has been wink wink promoted that CM Punk will be on the first episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they'll be in Chicago still June 21st, a couple of days afterwards, and we'll see kind of like how that goes. But uh, I'm not sure what smoke they're going to try to run from or anything like that. But ratings are ratings are and and let me tell you there has never i've never seen anything like this in terms of a company like this wrestling company sports or otherwise come back from the lows that they are hitting right now last year it was like okay they're going through a slump this year it's a full-on free fall you go from a million to 900 to 800 in three years four years whatever it is right Highest rated show on Cage Match. AEW ratings are 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 falling. They're not filling stadiums like that, or arenas, or gyms like that anymore. Double or nothing. Didn't they just announce all the the whole card yesterday? I mean, I'm not sure. I it, it remains to see what's going to be on that actual card. Uh, I mean, we can we can pull it up. You can hear about that on the War Report. You'll definitely hear about it long form on the War Report. But yeah, double or nothing. I feel looks... bad for them. I mean, not Quan. He'll love it. But I feel bad for it. <laughs> I feel bad. Double so, or nothing certainly looks like one or the other for this sure. This is a card which is Adam Cole and Chris Jericho 
Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardy Party and the Moaning Nigga. Isaiah Cassidy is my guy. I don't care. That's because see from New York, bro. That's y'all all stick together. Jay Cargill <laughs> versus Taya Valkyrie again. Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite and the re- Anarchy in the Arena match. That's the first. Uh, actually, no, that's the second no DQ fall, no DQ blood match that they're gonna have on the show. By the way, the Adam Cole Jericho one for will for sure be a bunch of neck dropping. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Aaron Solo versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus QT Marshall versus seventeen other people who have not been announced. Hey man, it's a blackjack battle royal. Why Ward- is Aaron Solo out of all the people there? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Wardlow versus Christian Cage. Christian, cut the fucking shit and go home. Hey man, just come home, man. You, you you look in great shape. You don't have to prove anything anymore. Fucking you're not, you're not working harder than everybody else. Ain't nobody there working at all. FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal uh, with Mark Briscoe as a special guest referee. So get ready for the heel turn. Uh, MJF versus Sammy Guevara versus Jungle Boy versus Darby Allen in a four-way. This is a dynamite. Hey, man. You get this on dynamite. Oh, Jamie Hader. Did I say Jamie Hader, Tomer, Tony Storm? There you go. No, you didn't. Yeah, but here we are. This is bad. I've never you know, seen as much as the most that you could hope for right now. The most you could hope for right now is that they is that they stabilize where they're at and to stop their free fall. But I've never seen anyone come back and just start hitting a million again. Ever. I don't think it's impossible, but I don't think it's gonna be consistent enough. You've never seen it happen. I think they will hopefully. I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on. Anyway. Talk, fucking, to me yeah. Talk to me in three months. Talk to me in three months. Talk to hey, me in three man. Months. Ratings dipping. Tendence is dipping. Double or nothing Sunday. Um, They're even more uncertain than the last pay-per-view that they had. And everyone was like, that was a good pay-per-view. And then they went right back to shit. But, but, all right. So they've, they spent the last nine months without CM Punk. I'm not sure if they anticipated his return or anything. But Wade Keller had a great question that he started off his article with. Which was so? What happens if CM Punk doesn't come back to AEW? Mm. Like truly, what happens if CM Punk does not come back to AEW? Has this man been given too much power, been too much things? But the mere fact that if he does not, could very well tank the reputation of a company. This is could turn what, people away. This is what he's always wanted for the for success to hinge on him. It's what he's always wanted. Let's see what happens. I believe I steal back, man. <laughs> I fully believe. I fully believe they will announce Chicago this week. I fully believe they will announce CM Punk this week. If they do not, I will never have. I will never be uh, so angry to be wrong here because that's that don't that don't that's not going to sit well with a lot of people. I think. But if term- they announce, so if they don't announce CM Punk, they look weird. But if they do announce CM Punk, there's also the potential of them running off a couple a people lot. as well. Not a couple. <laughs> a lot. There are deals that are coming up. Brand new deals. Old deals. A lot of things is coming up. Um, the CM Punk saga continues, baby. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we will keep posted. We just went 40 minutes on this. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I have a feeling, Meals, we're going to be going another 40 very soon. Hey, man, I ain't mad at it. This is the most ridiculous shit that I've this is This is shit that always happened in WCW in the 90s, according to all the <laughs> Observer reports that I've, I've fucking read. It's facts. Um, it's facts. It's nothing but cold hard facts. But uh, real quick, so we can we got to get through a lot of stuff here. Um, Dakota Kai and Liv Morgan both injured. Dakota Kai uh, tore her ACL two weeks ago at SmackDown. What a, they were beating the shit out of each other during this tag match two weeks ago. That was a, yeah. Apparently, it happened in the same match, which is very it's kind of unheard of. Not unheard of. I don't say unheard of, but it's definitely rare to have two major injuries in the same match, especially when it's a tag team match. But um, Liv Morgan had hurt her shoulder. Dakota Kai tried to do a move to hopefully protect Liv Morgan, end up tearing her ACL, and now they're both out for an expended, extended period of time. What this means for damage control probably means that split is coming either sooner or it just doesn't happen at all. Um, and then for Liv Morgan, I think it's a it's a great, you know, while I do believe in the fact that you got to, like, miss people sometimes to really truly appreciate them, I do think it, like, gets in the way of a large wave of momentum that she had especially with her standing on the roster mm-hmm. so um best wishes to both of them hope they recover um and and get back in the ring um yeah not only not the only injury this weekend <laughs> no not not the only one uh i mean mercedes monet was at new Mon- japan for, for a wrestling Mon- show monet watch about to be on a on a crutch and a you know for a couple of bit, but it's Monet Watch. Go ahead. Uh, so, uh, Monet Watch. Hey, man. You know you never you, you you hate to see these types of things happen. Uh, she injures her her ankle, broke her ankle at, at the uh, at the show. She was going against Willow Nightingale. There was a one night tournament going on for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Title. Uh, you know things were going as it was. Looking at the video that 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 I would that I saw from all the different angles. They had so many angles. It was like the Zapruder film, bro. They 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 were just looking at all the fucking <laughs> angles. Um, it looked like this the spot to me was that she was supposed to slip. There wasn't supposed to be a move that was supposed to be done off the top rope. I guess it was supposed to be Willow pushing her or something like that. She's supposed to slip off. I think she landed wrong because when she goes back into the ring, Willow is in position to counter her or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it looked to me like it was it was a planned spot, but a big mistake on the landing. Um, she was she finished the match, which let me tell you, in any other company or very oh shit, well, very few companies would have stopped the match. I, I think the match would have been stopped. Um, I think it should have been stopped. I think she definitely had. But more the, I think I think just because it's a they're crowning a new champion, and they need to get the belt on somebody, and that's probably why it didn't stop. Yeah. I, I get it, I, and I and I get the the visual of having her beat uh, Mercedes. I think that's such a huge moment for Willow, really cool moment for her. But there was a chance that that could have went really wrong trying to take a, a Doctor Bomb one legged, and it looked yeah. like it landed really hard on her head after that. Um, so you know, best wishes go out to Mercedes. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you rate kind of her pre agent New Japan run right now? As I. I I, hate I mean, to see it, it could be worse. Well, not in like this, but I hate to see it like, you know, take a have to take a, such a long, elongated break like this, but it just, there were good matches and there were strange promos. 
And that's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, it could have been worse. Um, I think she's uh she's still navigating. I think to be honest, just give her enough time to like settle down and also just like kind of plan out her true next steps. Um but if there's any inkling about Forbidden Door, that door is that door is slammed shut after this. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, uh definitely uh you know a wrench in her plans. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> um let's hit this let's go to some quick news also on our shows too. I think we brought up the Nick Khan uh TV stuff a little bit earlier in our conversation. Yeah. Um, so there- they're open to they're open to pretty much anything right now. <laughs> um, I would I would say that whatever I I could see NXT being folded. Mm. I could see it being folded. Um, into back into the network. I think it probably needs to be folded back into the network. I think that it it is it is very clear to me, uh, meals that NXT is back to being kind of like the developmental like like place now. They a lot of people on that show have left that were kind of the the lifeblood of their workhorses, right? Like a lot of them right. are gone. Cameron Grimes, would, you know, he, he's left that. Um, JD McDonough, one of the big match guys there. Um, there are a couple people still there, yes, because they need to have, you need, they need to have vets there. But I think largely we're going to start seeing guys that are a little bit unseasoned. And I think that it's unfair to put them on a, on a show that needs to be generating ratings. And yeah, I, absolutely. I, I could see it being folded again. Listen, the Wednesday night wars, whatever, are over. You know what I'm saying? It, it, let's just leave it at that. NXT goes back to what it was. Dynamite about to get NXT ratings, to be honest with you. So it's looking shaky <laughs> over there. Um, <laughs> but no, they. I mean, Nikon talked about they're open for a third hour for SmackDown, which I would hate, but I would understand it. Um, a lot more international pay-per-views or PLEs for, if I'm a cop, apparently. Um for 2024 which should be cool um and yeah they're out the exclusive window with fox and they're still in the exclusive window with nbcu but uh you know u.s media rights for raw and smackdown they're going up and they're gonna go for a pretty penny nikano's like they're dangerously our our current thing with peacock is dangerously undervalued at this point (laughs) oh 100 percent. i i agree I think that they get the most watches on Peacock out of anything. I think maybe maybe Vanderpump Rules might have might have might have crossed some things I mean, up. Yeah, not, if there's football. Not, I think what what else they got on Peacock? Do they have? They don't have UFC. Soccer. Peacock. Soccer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like WWE, you're getting it once a month, like for all the entire fucking year. Yeah, yeah, and they're breaking Absolutely. and they're breaking records every week. So. Get your money. money. Um, big loss in in wrestling this week. Uh, superstar Billy Graham passed away. Uh, last week. Um, did you get a chance to see the uh the the tribute video? They they threw that together very fast. I thought it was amazing because to be honest with you, I've watched maybe one Billy Graham match in just in full. Mm -hmm. Um, because he's just like he's before me for sure. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I thought it was tremendous. I think I love when they do stuff like this because I think it's very rare to branch that era to this era without going through a lot of different things. So um, it's unfortunate. Rest in peace, Billy Graham. Love, great to see your career and kind of like the 
respect that WWE has kind of bestowed on it. I'll tell you what. They said, you know you know who uh, Billy Graham would have loved? Pretty deadly. I said, I don't know, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what time he was out around. I don't know if he would have liked that. Uh, speaking of Pretty Deadly, uh, a lot of SmackDown debuts this week on the show. Pretty Deadly included. Uh, Grayson Waller debuted as well as Alba Fire and Ilya Don also made their SmackDown debuts. And they, I, I'll say this right now, man, just in the pre- presentation of how they've done these new draftees on SmackDown and Raw with the video packages and the matches they've had, they have they have brought them in and made them feel as though they're big deals and 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 really kind of stellar additions. I, I feel as though even, even Apollo uh was was presented to me in a, in a way that he hasn't really been done before uh you know on, on the main roster you got a lot of faith in apollo with that one i, I don't I, i'm saying the way he's presented the way he's presented i, I mean I, I think yeah, that apollo yeah. is what he, is, he is what he is but the fact that he they they put him out there immediately mills i was like oh okay i i, I see i see what they're trying to do here good finish to that match i liked it um, yeah it was really good um what did you feel about the, the debuts? I, I feel as though if I had to rate all of them, Pretty Deadly probably goes first to me. I see that they have they're they're blue chippers. And, and I think yeah. that I think that the booking is showing that right now. Yeah, they got the time. They're able to do all the other things. So I thoroughly enjoyed their debut. Um Alba Fire and Ilya Don, we were like, we are the only tag team champions here on this bitch. Um <laughs> so I love that, and I think the tag team division. I mean, I would love to see them rule the, the main roster tag team division. I think they're fucking awesome. And I think they're the only in in a short time of them becoming an actual tag team, NXT still managed to give them like a backstory and a whole like arc and all this other stuff like that. And, you know, I think they can do damage on the on the on the show. I think that it is interesting that they're not factored into any of the other tag team stuff. And I think that they should probably rectify that pretty fast. But I know the live injury came out of nowhere for them. So, you know, I'll give them a, I'll throw them a little bell here. I but, think they're setting up for who their opponents are going to be. Like, I think this tag team championship thing more so sets up Alba fired Ilya Dawn when they challenge them for uh-huh, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we also had the Grayson Waller effect, which was a weird placement for this, I felt. Um, I, I think that if you're not going directly to AJ, then why would you do that? Because it looks like AJ has about two other feuds lined up in the next couple of weeks, and, and Grayson doesn't factor into either of them. Yeah, I think he's just seems still to be maybe a little bit injured, just needs something to do. But also Grayson likes to antagonize people, so it's kind of like I think in this role – I think the difference between him and the Miz is that the Miz is not going into business a little bit more for himself. He's kind of letting the the subject be the subject of it. But you can see it at least stepped up and Grayson Waller did his thing. But, eh, you know, who knows at this yeah. point? I just hope he gets back in the ring at some point uh, in the near future. Speaking of AJ, uh, Karrion Cross made his intentions known. I, I see what they're doing with Karrion. They're giving him a lot of big name baby faces to kind of set the the tone and 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 see how he hangs with all these guys and again i don't think he's bad i don't think he's a bad wrestler i think that he needs a big character change because i don't think anyone cares about what he's doing currently like i agree like triple h you love bikers why don't you just make him like some some guy who wears biker jackets and comes out and beats people up i think that that to me <laughs> what like take the spooky shit away from him yo like i just think it's not working right now i agree i agree 
Um, SmackDown's already been taped. Uh, I've seen the spoilers. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll be more reacting to what happens at Clash uh, at Night of Champions next week. So, like, the spoilers are what they are. This seems to be a pretty fun show um, from what I've seen. So, either you watch it or you don't. They'll, they'll recap it <laughs> literally in 12 hours after anyway. Yeah. Um, on Raw, uh, Shotzi uh, debuts on Raw. Good change up. Good switch up. Because she was about to get lost in the shuffle on SmackDown. I wonder, so you think she's officially on Raw now? Because it didn't make any sense considering she's still a SmackDown person teaming up with a Raw person. I think she, and, okay, I think so I would, yeah, I would I would push her to Raw. Especially if Liv is going to be out a considerable amount of time, I would definitely have Raw on Raw. Absolutely. Sure. Um, Raw was, was, again, a good build-up show, really good Cody stuff going on there. Uh a lot of Cody shit going on. A lot of Cody I didn't put it in the thing, but you know, I want to talk about it when we get to the thing. In <laughs> uh, a great main event with a uh, with a uh, uh, six six person main event with KO, Sammy, and Riddle uh, versus Imperium. It looks to me, Mills, like they're starting to build Matt Riddle up again. Hey, I mean, they got to win. They got to win. How oh, can yeah. Imperium Imperium can take an L, but the he Judgment Day cannot take an L. Apparently, no a- L's for Judgment Day. Riddle gets a video package and he gets a character change again. So it's it's less of the, the stupid stuff. He's not coming out with the scooter anymore either. Oh, okay. I could see that. It's looking it's looking like they're 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 restructuring Matt Riddle. So we'll we'll see what happens. And, and a lot of people thought he was gonna take the pin here and <laughs> he did not. Um I'm fine with Imperium losing here. I, I think that that's what that's what uh Kaiser and, and, and Vinci are, are there for is to is to take Yeah. The pin. I think you can lose every now and then, you know what I'm saying? Like Every now and then, you can lose, you know. I'm I and I'm fine with with Finn. You know, Nakamura. Had, it took two dudes to to beat him again. It's, it's the they are building Judgment Day to to be that because the thing is is like Bloodline's not about to be what it is in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I mean, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Yes, Finn took like one loss in the thing, and that was in the tournament finals to Seth. I feel like. Shinsuke Nakamura can be involved within this title contention thing. And she, he needs more notable wins under his belt. Not even just like wins just in general, because apparently anyone can beat the Miz. But like he needs more notable wins. And I thought this was a great opportunity to do so. And, you know, apparently they thought not, especially Finn's not even on Night of Champions. So I felt like they could have, we could have took the L. Nakamura Usos took the L. Nakamura isn't either. Yeah, but like that's that's the point. Like he needs to build him up. We need to build Nakamura up. They're starting to feud, bro. The the feud just starting. You know, if you you don't think if you don't think Nak about to get all them wins back, you tripping. I. I. Just saying. I. 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 I think they got. I think they listen. I heard they got big plans for the guy. All right, he's gonna be fine. fine. I said the same. Yeah. I did I say the same thing for Finn a year ago. I want to see what PLEs they starting to announce at the end of this year. Yeah, just, <laughs> let, me see, let me see what the PLEs is gonna be. The Japanese PLE by the pop off. Anyway, hey man, let me see what them Japanese PLEs from Tokyo's. Uh, so, Night of Champions taking place in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Have you noticed that the, the Saudi Arabia talk been a bit muted this year? I feel like there's been so much other stuff going on that the blood money combo hasn't come up. <laughs> Not yet, no. But uh, yeah, I think people are over it. It's been five years, apparently, since they've done this deal. So 
it, yeah, it, it, I don't think I don't think I don't think people will ever will ever get over it. But I think that the fact that they're doing more other uh, worldwide PLEs are like really the the reason why people aren't saying much anymore because because it, it, it used to just be them. Right. Now it's everybody. So I, does it like does it help the argument or does it like make does it kind of mute it a little bit? What do you think? I don't know. I think people, uh, to be honest with you, I think people are just not, it's exhausting to keep keeping up with something over a number of time. And I think they just, they just don't anymore. Like, um, I don't think the conversation around it, I think everyone kind of knows what it is at this point. And then it's also produced a lot of great events Like you argue about fucking, um, crown jewel last year. And then you watch fucking Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. And you're like, holy (laughs) fucking shit. (laughs) <laughs> that shit was awesome. Um, so, you know, WWE does their best to entertain, and the entertain usually blocks out all the other stuff that's kind of going on, to be honest with you. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So, that is Champions. Reporting live. Uh, shoot, it's going to be in the morning for me and the uh, early afternoon for you. So, that'll be cool. A thousand, good, yeah. a thousandth day of Roman Reigns' uh, reign as the Universal Champion. Or is on this show a thousand days. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, you're not even defending the damn title. But you know what? Who expected him? Huge moment. Huge moment. I knew that. You know, we all knew that they wanted to get to a thousand. I think it is firmly entrenched in our minds that he is the goat of this generation. I am fine with it, and I think many are too. But let's 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 start to get to the end game here. Uh, a, a, a lineup of all kind of singles matches here this year. A hey, lot. Man. of Three women's matches too. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to back in the day, women couldn't even come (laughs) at all. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. So let's 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 start from the from the bottom here. We end up with a match that I think will probably open the show. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Uh, This is the only well, this is one of two matches uh, that have no championship attached to it. Uh, We we saw really. uh, Here's my thing with Trish Stratus, right? I don't know if you'll agree or not. The content of the promos are good. Her delivery, yes. her delivery Absolutely. is strange to me and way too nice. She's not obnoxious enough. And yeah. I think and I and I tweeted this that like she needs to turn the volume up a little because there at some points I literally cannot hear what she's saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I, but I, it's just, it, Sorry, go ahead. It's the mom jokes, I think. I think like Hershey like the chocolate. Like it could work. It's it's giving Rhonda rousing right. about. <laughs> but it could it, work. It, it, it needs to like we need like fifteen percent more obnoxious from her. Like she really needs to like become the real evil villain in this role. And I think she's really playing it cute, but she's playing it too cute. Because let me tell you who wasn't playing cute on Monday: Becky fucking Lynch. No, and told her, she told her wolf wolf and get the fuck out my ring. She, you know what I'm saying? Is rhyming? She, that's her new thing now. It says that she's she's rapping now, and she you could tell Becky hanging with niggas though. You could tell she hanging with niggas though. <laughs> anyway, uh, I I thought that I and again I don't think it's a net negative for the segment. I don't think Trish Stratus's heel turn, which I knew you know I've been saying it for months that she's probably going to turn heel, and I think it's going to be cool. I don't think it's been bad so far. I think that she needs. I think if she gives herself like a, a tagline. Like the OG or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like like something where she can allow herself to be more ridiculous. 
or or just be more ridiculous in in her own in her own way. I think that would that would really measure up and that would make a lot of sense to me. It seems as though she's going to be around. She's been at a lot of these shows for the past month. She's been on Raw for like three times, but in the past, I would have went with the the. I know Jennifer Lopez took it, but like the gimmick of the mother, like yeah. the mother, like mother. You're you're the man. I'm the mother. Yeah, mother, mother. Yeah. mother. I, I like that. I think it's cool. I and again. It's just constructive here. I, I don't think that it's bad. I don't think this match is going to be bad either. I think I think the match has no. the potential to be really good. Trish was to me in that tag match at Mania the only one that had had her working boots on <laughs> between yeah. her. And to be honest with you, yeah. And whatever she was wearing on Monday, she definitely not wearing that on Sunday, Saturday. <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely not. But I I think that um I think it's going to be dope. I I don't since at the beginning of the feud I don't see Becky winning, um. I actually but, do see Becky winning. <laughs> you see, you see her winning, and then and then again, and then it, it escalating. Because I was gonna say I don't see her winning, but I also feel like she needs a win right now. Yeah, I see her winning, and then it escalating because I do feel like at the end of the day, I think SummerSlam Becky Rhea. Wow! That's, oh, you got to keep her thinking. Keep her strong for yeah, that. Yeah, got to keep her strong. I would have imagined. I would have imagined that if you if Liv would have not been hurt, right, Mills, you could have potentially probably seen Liv versus Trish at SummerSlam. I, I think you would have seen that as well. But I don't think. I don't know if we're gonna ever gonna get this. I don't think Lita versus Trish is that. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. No. Uh. Uh-uh. At okay. this point, you could do. You could do Raquel Trish. Um, I think that'd be that'd be solid. You could do Ronda and Trish Stratus, and that'd be cool too. Hmm. Okay. I mean, oh, dude, wait, you'd have to turn Ronda face again. I don't think she wants to do that. I think we're heading towards Becky versus Rhea. I'm going to say Becky's winning this match. And if there's a rematch, she's winning that too. Okay. Okay. It's time for Trish to start uh, to start giving back, <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. So uh, we both got Becky here. So next up, Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Uh, come on. Yeah. What was there even to talk about? I don't even think they've been in the same room for like two weeks. <laughs> give her, give her, give her a challenger. I, who's the who's the person that's gonna that's gonna come in between Money in the Bank? You think Natalia again? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Someone stupid, yeah, Natalia again. Be, and and as we get to the Bianca Belair and Oscar match, which I think to me it might be time to shake some shit up here, in my opinion, with Bianca. I agree because I think it's gonna be very, very hard to make people hate Asuka. Yeah, unless she and, wins. Right? Unless she wins this right, <laughs> absolutely. And I think you're reaching a level. I don't know if we're fully there. People love Bianca. Don't get me wrong, but you're gonna get to the level of exhaustion with Bianca if she does the same thing that she did on Raw on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Bianca's talented AF. She can do this. She can go the distance. She's already. She's basically past the distance and one she still has a raw championship and she's on smackdown for whatever fucking reason but i def- love defending it. it and everything like <laughs> whatever even but says, um it says raw women's champion on her smackdown chiron i loved it i was like yeah. this is- i was like all right well maybe it's maybe they sticking around um but i think you do need to shake something up i would if i were in this situation i would have oscar win but I know Triple H is ass. He's like, it's not time yet. No, we got to, yeah, at least four more weeks of this. Um, so my money is on Bianca Belair because I've, you can't bet against Bianca. 
<laughs> and you it's shouldn't. A fool's decision. Yeah, it's a foolish it's decision a to bet against. But I mean, she's still on SmackDown. There are a lot of places she can go if she does lose this, or you could do the feud with Oscar and and you know during the summertime, or you could have Bianca go to Money in the Bank, which is something she's never done before. And she's this never very won. true. She's, she's never, never won. won it. Yeah, she's never won it before. I, I think it might be time to shake some things up. She's already beaten the record. I think it's time for her to kind of let Oscar be that top heel on the show. You've got a lot of women that are there now. Um, some of the, I think I feel like I feel like SmackDown has a lot of heels, right? Or am I wild? Yeah, they do. No, I think they do. A lot of heel women, right? Like I, I yeah. think that I think EO's gotta make that big change really right. relatively soon. Right. You you've got a lot of heel women there, and I think that it's time to start kind of pushing somebody that's a that's a baby face or that could be a baby face on that roster. And uh Charlotte's not back yet. I mean do you want to go back to Oscar Charlotte again? I mean, I don't I know. I feel like, no, because I feel like Charlotte's going to show up ready for money in the bank or some shit like that. Take the yeah. title off of her a month before and then yeah. beat her again at SummerSlam. I don't know. Whatever. Um, faces on SmackDown. There are Zelina Vega, who Oscar just pretty much just beat the pants off of. Um, Meechin, mm. a match that I would not like to see. Um <laughs> Charlotte Flair, who knows where she is. And that's it. <laughs> Those are all the face women on SmackDown. So to me, Mills, you would have to turn EO. You'd have to turn EO or or Bailey no. But you you run into the risk of Bailey and EO's program being the hottest women's program on that show. And yeah. kind of running off and doing whatever at that point. Unless Bianca mm. turns heel, in which case everything's flipped again. <laughs> They need to send a woman from Raw to SmackDown. Oh, for for Shotzi? Yeah, I would. They should actually send probably Raquel to be honest to SmackDown. SmackDown, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they. I think that would probably be better off because they need they need a bigger face on SmackDown, and Raquel is you know she's becoming recognizable amongst the people, so that may work. Yeah. Um. Next match: Gunta versus Mustafa. Mustafa Ali, sorry, for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, this was, of course, decided at a, at a huge battle royale, which I, I really liked last week on Raw. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is Mustafa's kind of yearly uh, <laughs> Saudi Arabia match uh, where they really get behind him. You've kind of seen his character change a little bit on Raw. I think he might go back to being annoying afterwards. So well, who knows? I really love Brock Lesnar's get a life, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Brock. Brock, Brock um, he provided the comedy on Raw this week. This for whatever Brock. reason, this is, he was just on one. Um, <laughs> no, but that's great. Uh, yeah, Gunther, obviously. You, you, could don't make, even... you could make an argument here that Gunther, to me, is like on a level like a Roman Reigns with a mid-card title. Like where it feels as though, even though you know the outcome, you know that you're going to get a banger. Either way. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't see anyone taking it off him except Cody. Do you think uh, I had a really inappropriate joke? Wait a minute now. Do and I just, just think that just just know that it had to do with with Gunther slaps and the sound of the slaps, and that's all I'm gonna say. All right. Okay. All right. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Next match for the tag team. Full joke in Discord. See you later. <laughs> Actually, no. 
I don't want to do the final two, the final two kind of big matches yet. I want to do Cody Rhodes and Brock next. Another singles match. They're calling it a fight. Over the over uh Raw, they had a long term three hour storyline, which I You're listen, back in Cody Vision, baby. Your mat your my your mileage may vary on whether you liked it, right? But I I agree. I thought that it was smart. Hold on, hold on. I thought that it was smart that they had Cody on every hour of the show because it's clear that he, whenever he appears, there's a jump and people will tune in to see it. I I thought it was smart. They had him come out at the eight and right at the beginning of the show. Then they said, we're going to have an update. They had him come back out at nine. We're going to have another update. They had him come back out at 10 or had, they had, they had the moment right at the end of the show. He ended the show. They've done a good job with this feud of making it feel like it's important without having a title, and they've never really dropped Cody's stock in terms of being the biggest babyface on the show. This him hitting him with the propane tank in his hand just—I um, <laughs> <laughs> was just like, "Oh God, Cody's doing the Cody thing again." And then Brock Lesnar is like, since we don't have a challenger for Night of Champions, I'm sitting in an open challenge. And here comes Cody again, get his arm pulled off. And then he's, you know, turning down medical help. So Adam Pierce got to call in the big dog, the H. <laughs> and they have this weird segment to close Raw. Like, I thought it was weird because I feel like the tone... I feel like this is something that should have happened before the main event instead of afterwards. I feel like the high that we're on during the show is now like the emotions are kind of like mixed in terms of like they're having this talk and it's like, I know you want to. And he's like, I won't. You know what I'm saying? This this shit is going to look good in a video package. But to me, the segment was like, all right, so where is this going? Like, is he wrestling or not? <laughs> like, clearly he's wrestling. So like, why are you there? I I wanted more. I wanted more out of the segment. Is basically what I'm saying. If if it was going to end raw, it didn't end raw with a cliffhanger to me or anything to look forward to to the event. It just ended with like Cody refusing to die or something. It's very old school. It's, it's very old school. I, I'll say that much. I thought the beatdown worked. I, I and I said last week I was like I feel like they're never gonna they're never gonna talk about why Brock is doing this. I was right. They're never gonna say why he did this. I think we could just infer that whatever Cody's saying is correct. And as as far as why Brock is doing this, because he's Brock. I thought it was hilarious when they booed him and he said I would boo Cody too. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> is comedy straight comedy. I am enjoying this feud and I think I'm gonna enjoy this match because win or lose, I think that they're gonna beat each other's ass and I think that. I, I asked our Discord um, during Backlash. I said, do y'all think uh, Brock likes Cody? And I think that it's pretty much confirmed, in my opinion, that Brock probably likes Cody. <laughs> do you think this goes longer than the Backlash match? You're, no. I think I, 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 I find it very interesting that Cena brought up the Brock match that he had at SummerSlam in one of his interviews. I don't know if you saw the, the, the comment or the TikTok. Oh, I, saw, I saw that interview. I think it's, it's very funny that this comes around because I see the same Go outcome on. happening. I see the I see the same outcome happening with this match with Brock and Cody, okay. and mm-hmm. I think they run the third match. They'll, they'll end it one and one. I think they'll do the third match at Money in the Bank, and it'll be some type of step. I would love to see fight. I would love to see fight pit. I would love to see fight pit between these two. Okay, Brock working every pay per view for the first six months of the year would be something. <laughs> but I think that, I think he's energized. I think that he's actually had a lot of things that that. He's had he's had he's had um something to chew on. 
so to speak. I mean, the Omos thing was kind of uh, whatever, but I think the Cody thing is the the first real thing, uh, Mills, outside of Roman, that he's had something to chew on in, in quite some time. If he loses at Night of Champions, we're going to get on next week. We're going to act like fucking first take. And we're going to be like, is he retiring? Is he retiring? <laughs> is it over <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Brock yeah. Lesnar? <laughs> and we're going to have that discussion. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to pick Cody. Can't bet against Cody right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What say you? I'm going to go Brock. I want to see more of this. <laughs> I want to see more of this. I, I think it's good. And plus, there's not that much time between uh, Night of Champions and Money in the Bank. There's right. like very little time between those no, two. No, actually, I think there's, uh, there's a couple weeks. Oh, this no? is May 27th. Money in the Bank is July 1st. Okay, so about a month. Yeah, yeah. About four weeks. It's very little time. And I think there's like more time between this and Summer before it before SummerSlam. No, well, no, they're all about a month away. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I thought SummerSlam SummerSlam's no longer in July. Good. No, it's in August, uh, yeah. Um Okay. Yep. Next up. In in the uh I'd have to say this is the they can't be doing this, right? <laughs> Match of the show. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. <laughs> The 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 oh wow woo woo wee wee versus the bloodline should be good match. <laughs> I this is this is bloodline theater. Don't even don't think too much about it. It's bloodline theater. Don't let them fool you. This is bloodline theater. This is uh, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos for the undisputed tag team championships. Are we getting this? They're not a real tag team, okay? And and I think that, and I guess we'll see more of this on on SmackDown for if you watch the spoilers or whatever. Uh, I think that the Usos will definitely come into play here. There's no way they're not showing up. Is this also the lightest Saudi Arabia card they've ever done? Like in terms of just yeah. Ain't no Goldberg here, no Undertaker, no. People going. I think. I think. I, I, shout out to them for giving people their their Memorial Day weekend. But yeah, um, I don't think that the Bloodline are winning these. <laughs> Just think about it, Mills. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Just think about it. <laughs> I mean, they setting up other stuff on the other shows. Don't get me wrong, but. If there's one way to get Roman Reigns back on Raw, <laughs> it's to win these tag team championships back. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a fuzzy finish. We're going yes. to get. <laughs> I don't think I do not. I'll say I'll tell you this. I don't think Roman will be the one that's getting pinned. Of course not. I do know this. I do think Jay Uso will fuck this, or Jimmy will fuck the matchup and 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 sell, and niggas will definitely lose the match because of them. You know what? Let's say you. I'm gonna pick Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but I reserve the opportunity <laughs> to, to change <laughs> to change this depending on how tape SmackDown goes. If I gotta see, I gotta see how they air this shit. <laughs> if they are fucking winning these tag titles. <laughs> I got to see how they air this shit. I got to see what, what magic they put under this. You know, and you know what gives me doubt? It's his thousandth day. So, like, of course they would give him other titles. 
Triple H. Can you? All right, so here's the thing. You can imagine him at the end of the show holding up all these titles like fucking Thanos, right? <laughs> yes, I could. With the music going on, it's, it's the fucking TikTok meme of like... <laughs> no, but another thing that's killing me right now is that there's no way this match main events. It's, it's just, it's not what it's being sold on. This match isn't what it's being sold on. So there's no way this nah, main Nah, I don't think it's main events, no. That's why I don't think it's going to happen that way. Uh, god bless i mean uh, i don't know i'm like uh, this is that's why i said is this this is the is there they're not really gonna do this <laughs> like no way i don't know solo could beat up austin theory tomorrow and get a belt he don't need <laughs> the tag belts yo austin theory ain't doing shit with those belt, with that belt yo he don't need it Sheamus, come on we'll see I'm gonna pick Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for now. I'll pick but them it's too. A, it's a it's a pick that I'm not completely confident in. Yeah, not at all. I've heard right. this nigga's music too many times over the last three years. <laughs> and what I think of uh, what I think will be the main event here: Seth freaking Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship. Listen, they've done a lot in the last six weeks to make this important and to make this feel like it's it's something that's going to kind of change it's not going to change the industry like they're saying but it does feel like this is like this is going to be a title that they're going to hold in, in a pretty high regard they're bringing the lineage back of the of the original big gold belt so whoever wins this will continue the lineage of the belt they got uh, absorbed into the world uh, the wwe title a couple of years ago so that's all fine and well that's all fine and good but i i, I this is seth Roll- this is seth rollins match to lose and I think in order to, to do this and do it the right way, you give him a really competitive match against AJ Styles to set this thing off. I don't think AJ loses anything here, Mills, from 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 losing to Seth Rollins because I don't think he's going to lose. There's no one on that SmackDown roster that I believe him losing to other than Roman Reigns anyway. But well, I also... Listen. Also, awesome. he's not fucking he's not fucking defending this title against Karrion Cross. I'm gonna tell you that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing. I'm gonna keep a bug with you. These Seth Rollins promos, I'm not feeling them at all. <laughs> I don't I'm like not. The character. I don't like that he dropped the character in them. I feel like if he played the, the kind of wacky character, I, I think they would have came off a lot better. And I think they made a couple of things. Also, I feel like it's a mistake to have Corey Graves interviewing them. Um, I would have gone with someone kind of like, if you can book someone kind of outside the world of wrestling, it makes it seem a little bit more... I'm not saying get Ariel Hawane to come do this because he is an actual reporter and I don't know if he wants to play the character on this but I feel like someone outside the realm of WWE would have done way better would have been better in the situation not necessarily do way better and then also like you're not McFoley nigga like you're Seth Rollins (laughs) you won Royal Rumbles and all this other shit like and Another thing is, like, they're doing this hit job on Roman, too, which makes me think that WrestleMania 40 match might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, you know, I love Roman, but I don't like Roman. And I'm like, oh, brother. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then um, AJ Styles didn't do anything in, in an off thing interview to make it seem like this wasn't a secondary title either. So. He ain't about to win. <laughs> <laughs> think he was he mad? He was salty? <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't think he's salty. I think he understands the role that he's that he's gonna play on on Saturday. I I think, you know, 
th- that's where it's going to stay. I think it's it's completely fine to have AJ. That's a, that's is you know I mean I don't feel like whoever Seth beats for this, um, you can't complain either way. I think that they're they're all good choices for him to beat for this title. But um, I I think that you know in terms of where he goes after this, AJ's going to be fine. I think you could you could immediately send him straight to Roman Reigns in the bloodline, and I think that that works. Um. I, I feel you on the on the interview stuff, but again, it's like they have to add context to to Seth Rollins' goal here, and they have and they're trying to establish him as the guy on Raw, and I think for him to be the one B one A, however you want to put him, it doesn't really matter to to the to the Cody situation. You've got two top guys there, and you got to bring Seth up to that level, right? And I think that it's it's cool to add context to that. I did like some of the the archival footage. The only thing I didn't like about it was that he didn't have his you know the the laughing voice and all that stuff. Like I I thought that. Yeah. Don't have the character because that's why people really liked him. Don't have him yeah. turn. Yeah, and this don't is why him. people turned on him initially. Yeah, like don't have him turn back into 2019 Seth. Um, I I think that he was definitely a good baby face with the wild, wacky Joker character, and I and I, I don't I don't want to see them change that too much. But I, I think that I mean you still see it in his interests and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I just hope he doesn't turn back into 2019 Seth. Just keep keep the same energy is what I pray yeah. for. Um, in terms of this match. I mean, come on. We are. We are. We know it's going to be a banger. It's his to lose. He's on Raw already. I think it's going to set the. It's going to set Money in the Bank off right to have an actual chance that Seth could be cashed in on, which he will probably be cashed in on, or (laughs) Roman will be cashed in on. Um, And 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 again, it resets the table. I I think there's so many things that I feel as though they've they've done right with the draft. Um, I still think they need to work kind of on the women. And, and I know that the live injury is something that was a freak accident. They couldn't have, they couldn't have planned for that. But I think that after this, Bianca and Rhea really need somewhere to go. And, and I think they really need some type of attention. And there are a lot of other women like Teague and stuff like that that are just kind of sitting out there. But I think in terms of setting the table, I think they've done a pretty good job post-draft, uh, what, two, three weeks out of it. It's a good pay-per-view. You got, look, got stuff to look forward to Saturday. Got stuff to look forward to Sunday. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend for wrestling. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to whatever happens after this weekend. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And we'll be here next week for Hot Takes uh, in order to tell you guys what's going on. We're going to have a special guest next week. Uh, I'm I'm hoping he can make it. I'm sure he can. But uh, I I think think he'll really enjoy the Hot Takes segment and everything we have to talk about. Don't see him punk us, nigga. Yeah, (laughs) He's gonna he's gonna tell us to go touch grass, but uh, thank you guys for listening to the A Show. We appreciate all of you guys. Uh, once again, congratulations to Jalen and uh, Bribosa. Uh, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you guys next week.